Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. It's going to be a busy show, Ron. So let me start introducing everyone. My name is Sergio, but your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the owner Hooks and AC Angler uh, Schools. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I know. I got sidetracked there. And there, our dear friend, the director of the Penn Fishing University, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, it's going to be a busy show. I mean, uh, there's so much going on. It, it's crazy. It's crazy how much is going on um, in, in the local fishing, from freshwater all the way to 200-plus tuna. So I want to talk about all that. Um, also remind everybody, the Friends of Rollo Reel of Week is actually going on. It's for great cause. Um, I posted something yesterday on uh, Angler Chronicles. Check it out. We win a reel a week. Hopefully, we'll get a call from Mike Lum, and he'll let us let everybody know what that's all about. We got Tuna Wars coming up. We got a lot of things happening. So, by the way, Mia is not here, and Andrew, uh, our resident earthworm, he's on the new hustler, so he doesn't have um, any signal right now. So. It's just the three of us. So, Ron. Just you... the three of us. Oh, that's the two of us. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. It's, it, listen, don't worry. Um, the majority of kids these days are not math proficient. So, yeah, you're good. You can mess up a little bit. So, Ron, let's go to you. Um, I know you went fishing to Santa Ana River Lakes. Okay. I, I did. And how'd, I, that, how'd that go? You know, um, I caught a. I was on a float tube and just messing around and um i used a uh, sliding egg and just kind of took it off the bottom and i ended up catching a nice you know i i'm sorry i don't take pictures so i'm not going to stand there and say what it was but i do have my portable scale i did catch an 11 pound catfish nice and nice. Um, it dragged me around for a few minutes because i was naturally using two pound test and um uh, it was just—it's just fun and that's one of the reasons i love freshwater fishing and there are a few um there are there are a few trout still being caught, but as you know now, they are now fully stocking catfish, which is every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And you can also start camping out, which they have been uh, overnight, and uh, get a full day out of it if you want to fish all day and then stay yeah, all night. Yeah, it's warmed up a little bit. It's not yeah. as cold now, and um, yeah, that's kind of cool. And, uh, and you can Elliott, fish all night if you want, right? Yeah, all night long. And you know um, they do allow a, a little bit of a, a fire pit type thing going on, so it, it keeps you warm and it's. Uh, you know, Craig Elliott, thank you for the uh, invite. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, they do an awful lot for that lake, and it's just uh, they keep it stocked, and you just got to know how to do it. You know, just um, and of course, 
I was using MacBytes. So. Okay, so that's what you use, and you just fly line it. I was a uh, sliding egg actually. Oh, why why a sliding egg? Uh, I just wanted to make sure it was on the bottom. I like dragging it along the bottom because catfish. You're worried about the current. Yes, you know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That, yeah. man, let's make sure people realize that was a joke. Okay, there's no currents there, in lakes. Right, yeah. there is. Well, actually, there is where the water comes in. Okay, that's I'll, true. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, but, I mean, so no let's not current. say. Okay. But no, it is. Um, so I got dragged from the north end to the south end. It was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, it was fun. I, I Obviously, my drag was set. I, I actually had him right next to the float tube. I just unhooked him and said, Here's the scale. I mean, the, the little scale I had. Mm-hmm. Picked it up, looked at it. it it's just fun. Yeah, and, no, and absolutely. And dropped him right back. Now they in. have they have um, two lakes, three lakes. Yeah, there. they got they got the catfish lake. Everything in there is you have to catch and release. Mm-hmm. And then they have the main lake, and mm-hmm. then they have Chris's pond over on the far side by the freeway. That's for the kids. That's for the kids. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I'll, I'll they be... do have a, a, a fishing for the kids there at um, Huck Finn, I believe that's it called, mm-hmm. and. Um, they do everything for everybody. <clears throat> so okay, let me just for for you guys that um, want to catch more than just catfish and, and and trout. Because I mean, if you want to take a kid fishing and you want to catch a lot of fish, probably Santa Ana River Lakes is the one that I would recommend. Right, it's a, it's our local lake. Okay, and that's how you get kids hooked, especially the trout because they stuck a lot of big trout. But if you want to catch a very nice bass, where Ron was actually fishing in that other pond. You can actually walk because yes. you're going to want to be. You don't need a float tube, okay? You can just go, just walk there. And there's a lot of trees and there's a little few little clearings, and you cast. And you see these little tiny channels that form, and it's full of bass. I've caught plenty of bass there. Um, yeah, you can you can actually mostly drop shotting. Yeah. Okay, is the best way there. Uh, you really don't want to use a crankbait until probably when the wind starts to blow in the afternoon. Um, that usually works out better. Um, Chatterbaits are pretty good. But here's the thing with the chat. I was at Turner's yesterday, Ron, and I was talking to somebody, and somebody says, oh, you wouldn't believe. I went out with my girlfriend, and I don't know how she caught these fish. And I said, why? She goes, well, she was a chatterbait, but she refused to go fast enough to make a chatter. And I said, well, that's the whole point. You, you got you to gotta make a chatter. She goes, nope. She didn't want to do it. And she caught fish anyway. She go, He goes, I was b- besides myself. She goes, he caught more fish than me. And I go, well, yep. better lucky than good. But anyway, so uh, good good stocking going on over there. Every at, Thursday. Uh, like, every Thursday. Like, um, um, God. And the week before last, it was uh, two truckloads. So. So, so they're getting out big, good. and they put big fish in there. In they fact, uh, if you look at the Fish Taco Chronicles for this month, for this quarter, you'll see our friend Rick Kizzy uh, from Team that's Sippy right. Cup, and he's got a monster. I think it was over 40 pounds. So that's that. All right, and then Lake Elsinore. Let's talk about Lake Elsinore. Well, you know, we just had the Dream Extreme uh, Derby. And Fantastic once again, weekend. Yeah, it was, it was great. I... I um, you know, I do a lot of the way and all that stuff, and I listen to the people as you come up, and I ask them, hey, how did you do? And everybody, everybody had full stringers, and that was what's in it. And then, you know, the um, uh, wipers, uh, you know, what can you say? They're, they're there. They're still not quite. They are a few that are being caught that are 18 inches, but they're still under the 18-inch. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the weekend was dominated by the catfish right. and the carp. Okay, and I think um, keep in mind, folks, that you know um, there, there's five different categories, and it all depends what you target. Okay, I guess everybody decided to target the carp, 
and the um, and catfish. the catfish, and they did really, really well. Okay, so um, Leilani, when you get a chance, go ahead and queue up. We've got uh, none other than Jonathan Oliver Skinner calling from Lake Elsinore. Imagine that. You know, Ron, it's like a whistle. Okay, you say Lake Elsinore, and there it is. So, without further ado, the Director of Community Services at uh, Lake Elsinore, Mr. Jonathan Oliver, in honor of his grandfather, if I'm not mistaken, Skinner. Right. Yes. Thank you so much, God, Sergio. You're you're on on all cylinders today. Thank you. So I much. drank my coffee early, <laughs> and Dave Marciano turned me on to something called um, Death Wish. Okay, <laughs> and apparently one cup of coffee has the same caffeine as seven cups of coffee. So I am bouncing. Ron picks me up, and I'm like bouncing in my seat. I don't know what to do. I don't shut up, so it's all good. Jonathan, what's up, brother? Well, good morning, guys. For me, this is one of my Christmas days, you know. I'm heading right now to uh, Lake Elsinore. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have our annual Kids Fishing Derby. That's Uh, right. It's the first one that I'm... so, so excited. Mm -hmm. It's the first one I'm going to miss in a while. I was there last year and the year before. and that's why Mia is not here. He's going to be there. So Tony's going to be there with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually on my, my way to meet Tony. Mm-hmm. We actually moved the location this year to to the levee over by Diamond Stadium. A couple of reasons for that. Number one is water. Um, you know, we usually do it over at Launch Point for the last couple of years, and it's been really great. You know, we love Launch Point, as we all know. Mm-hmm. But because of all the water that we had, our public beach where we typically have it, mm-hmm. is most of it's still kind of underwater. And so where we had, you know... 150, 175 kids over there, we weren't able to do it, you know, uh, because there wasn't enough room. So we moved it over to the levee. One of the great things is, number two, water. Um, it's it's still like a high level. We're at over 1244 still, which typically we, we operate around 1240, so that's four feet higher than, than, than typical. So in the channel, there's a lot of water and we were able to put a net across the uh, the levee channel um, at at what, uh, kind of like a shallow area, mm-hmm. which was nine feet. Well, our net is fifteen feet, so they made sure that you know any smart catfish can you know get him and the, his buddies underneath the net, hopefully. And there's and, no holes uh, in the net this year, right? Yeah, we we actually. Uh, Use some uh, super glue to try to fix all that stuff. <laughs> um, and so they put that net out a couple of days ago. Well, we did our stocking for it yesterday. We did um, about a thousand pounds of catfish, different sizes. Well, um, I go there yesterday morning, five thirty, you know, and somebody beat me there. And guess who that was? William, Bobby McGee, no, Mister McGee, McGee. Yes. Bob Catfish McGee was already out there with his dog fishing on the levee. That's one of his new spots. I'm not sure what he's thing, but one of his new spots. And he, he before we um, uh, stopped, he was killing it. He actually showed me a picture from Monday. We caught a, I think it was at least a six-pound cat. Mm-hmm. Out of the, and it was a blue. So we do channels, so that's been there for, for quite a while. 
Um, well, listen, hold on to that thought. I got to go to commercial, but we'll come back and we'll finish up with you because there's a lot of good stuff down there. And Ron and I are planning a day. Maybe we'll make it a fi- uh, public and then people want to join us. They can. We'll get a pontoon. I want to get out back on a sea do. It's going to be crazy. But anyway, everybody, hold on tight. We're talking to Jonathan Oliver Skinner on Angels Radio, AM830 KLA. And this is Angry Chronicles. Mexico, the skyline's colored by chemical plants to put bread on the table of the working man. Where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife. Giving a little of a soul every day, making overtime to keep the wolf. Angels Radio, AME 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 
redder sunfish and, of course, the wiper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me pause you on the stocking, okay? Because um, Lake Elsinore, as far until you guys, you showed up in the last, say, few years, never stocked before that I remember. And now you're stocking the lake and you're putting a lot of fish and it's very well planned. Okay, yeah, you're getting the catfish in there, people have some fun. But the wiper situation, I think, is very intelligent. Okay, putting those things in, and then you got some bluegill and some red-eared, and and you got a great bass. So you're actually putting bass in there. Okay, so uh, you guys really want to make this lake a lake to go to for anglers, and um, you know what? It's it's evident. Okay, Jonathan. I mean, think about it. Uh, last weekend we were was it last weekend at Lake Elsinore? Yeah. Okay. We were sitting there doing the radio show, and 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 Bob McGee goes, "Okay, I'm going to give the regular, the yearly, hundred dollars for the f- for the first catfish," and we didn't even finish. I mean, I, the 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 guns went off at six thirty and six fifteen for the two waves. We had a fish coming in at six forty five. Now think about this. In 45 minutes, they had a lot. You know, the boat was out there. They would catch the fish, bring the boat in, tie it in, and then walk all the way from there up to where we were. And we were able to weigh this fish. Um, no need to weigh it anyway because it was it was about the first catfish, and they got the hundred dollars, and we were able to uh, give the hundred dollars, you know, live on the air. I mean, how cool is that? And that's evident of of the fish are in the lake. But the thing, too, Sergio, is letting everybody know how big was the fish that was caught. 10.2 pounds. That's it. That thing is a beast. And and that was, you know, more the first catch of the day. And, and so it's just indicative of what we're trying to do with the lake. You know, it's a multi-use lake. Of course, me and people like you guys and, and, and William... First of all, William did a great job at the Derby, had a great time. Yeah, kudos um, to William. Yeah, kudos to but William. But we want to make sure that it's a multi-use lake, so the fishing is really good. But, you know, we have a really good partner with John Alepon uh, uh-huh. over at JT's Rentals, and he's getting boats for people. And now since we're kind of in the, we're in the summer mode, he's actually got uh, a paddleboard instructor out there, too, so if you want to know how to kayak and paddleboard, he's got that that available for him. Uh, we have some good, great things in the works. I can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but in the next couple of weeks, I'll be calling in and tell you about some stuff we got going on the lake to have that lake activated. Um, you know, uh, you know, Launch Point is is killing it, and uh, you know the weekends. Unless you called a year ago, you're not going to be able to get in. To, uh, to a campsite on the weekends. It's just incredible. And now people are starting to extend their times coming in on a Thursday and leaving on a Monday. So, you know, Launch Point is starting to hit its stride. Bo Davis is doing a great job, and him and his team are, 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 are killing it. You know, it goes up to, to Jason Simpson, our, our city manager, who, you know, he, he empowers our team to be able to do things like, you know, the fishing and, and Launch Point. And the concert series, I told you about the concert and the food series that we did this last, uh, in the month of May, down on, on, on Main Street, you know, Main Street Eats. That thing had over 5,000 people every Saturday from 5 to 9. 
you know, the things we're doing there are, are is pretty incredible. And, and it goes, you know, starts with the council, comes down to, you know, the city management, and then down to the staff to keep, you know, Launch Point and Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. I agree. I agree. In fact, um, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Um, I know John's already been looking at the footage from um, from the Derby, and he says, Sergio, this was the easiest one of all. And what's happening is more and more and more uh, fish are going in, and there's no way of catching every single one. So what happens is you have an, an overlap, okay, and then that they grow, and then you have more fish. I want to draw everybody's attention to Friends of Angler Chronicles, and Steve just posted. Um, Steve, where'd you get that City Stocks Lake with fish, Lake Elsinore, Channel 7? What year was that? Uh, I, I don't really know. Ah, okay, gotcha. All right, but, um, you know, it, it's a big deal. It's, it's a big, big deal. So um, everybody just... Um, Get your gear, go down there, Ron and I. Oh, we just lost Jonathan. So hopefully, Jonathan, please call back. Ron and I are going to go down there. We're going to go JT, JT's Reynolds. Okay, we're going to grab a uh, pontoon and a sea Okay, because as Ron in William and probably Jonathan, we'll stick Jonathan on there, are fishing, I may go take a couple of turns. I was uh, the first time I ever got in a sea Ron was was there, and I, I, I mean, it was for the camera, but boy, did I have fun. I was doing donuts, and I was just impressed with the power of a sea a lot of power. And I, you know, I like to drive fast. It's going to be good. What are the chances of falling off, Ron? Unless you're really weak-handed. Uh-huh. Not really hard. So as long as you see, yeah, yeah so as long as you hold on to the... Right. Um... You stand up maybe and you turn real quick maybe, but no, they're pretty safe and and um, no, yeah, to going fast. Oh, you can go. F- I love it. Because just... my thought is, I can go fast. Can you imagine me falling off at fifty miles an hour? Well, you could do that. Then I'll I'll, I'll hydroplane for a little bit. Yep. Then you, you guys come by. But and when you start when you start slowing down and you start digging into the water, uh huh, you'll feel really good. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. So, so we're going to do that. So, Jonathan, you've got an invitation. Uh, we don't know when we're going to do that, but I'm expecting sometime well, in July. I think we right. have some we time. We do in have July. some time, and that's what I've been trying to work out when we're going to do this because and you know what? I cannot wait. You know what we could do? We could do a, a whole thing. And if you'd like uh, to come with us, let us know. Let Ron know. Okay, we'll, I'll post something. And then we can, um, if you need a boat, we can get you hooked up with JT's. Okay, he's got great boats there. In fact, I got a chance to be on that center console. He has a cobia that's meant for the ocean. He goes, here, try it out. Brand new. It was beautiful. I love the fact they had a fish finder. So, hey, uh, hey, Ron? Yeah. Right. Did, didn't uh, Sergio get a ticket last time he was on a? Almost. Almost. He Almost. was uh, doing donuts and stuff out there where he shouldn't. You know, have been. no, no. But you know, you go out on launch ramp, and I thought I had cleared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I had cleared that last white pylon, and I go, I don't need to go that it's better far. Better to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Well, I got yelled at. He goes. He comes up to me. He goes, Sergio, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, my, I tell you what, my home, I just sunk. And I go, oops. I go, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. So I apologize. The, I was on the Lake Patrol boat, and they do have your picture on all the boats. I don't know like that, why that is. <laughs> oh, that's, be, that's because they want me to autograph the oh, ticket. That's it. Yeah, the yeah. ticket. <laughs> they want me to so, autograph. So let me let me let me get on this real quick because I'm getting ready to turn over to uh, to the uh, to the levy. Um, so today, 
Kids Fishing Derby. We have over uh, about 200 kids that are signed up. And I want to thank Tony uh, from Bidon. Again, we're getting some really great uh, Mac bites over there. He's also donated some, some prizes for, for first place. Um, what we're going to do, rather than, than uh, do the Ron Hobbs Know Your Fish Weight, we're gonna, it's the heaviest fish that, that come out of the lake, first, second, and third. And, you know, last year it was really, really exciting and fun that uh, Josh Andreessen, he's the gentleman that really was the building mastermind behind uh, Launch Point and the yurts and the all the decks that are around. Well, anyway, his daughter, not only is she, uh, she uh, rides horses, but she's an angler. She took first place with, I think, Ron, I don't know if you remember, it was like a seven or eight pounder. Mm-hmm. And, wow. then, uh, and then second place was won by another young lady. And then third place, you guys remember Giovanni Huerta, who worked for the city. Uh, right, right. He's right. Our, our, our media guy. His, his son won third place. So, wow. you know, it was a lot of fun and really exciting. So this year... Uh, down at the levee, we're excited to have, uh, you know, 200 kids registered. One of the things that happened is we had uh, a parent that actually uh, emailed us, and, and her son, he's, uh, I believe he's eight, and he was planning on coming. Unfortunately, he has uh, a rare disease, and he had to go back in the hospital. So what we plan to do, his name is Cameron Moffitt, and so we plan to put together a nice little care package for him and Hopefully, Sergio, I can get um, uh, some uh, a clip just saying, hey, Cameron, fish on or something like that and put together a little uh, video for him and, and some of the gear that we have for the kids' fishing derby and send that to him. So it's just like he was there at the fishing derby. Well, well do me a favor. Then send me, um, send me a text with all the information. And while we're in Mexico, okay, I will um, – I'll have uh, – him do that, uh, John, and he can videotape it. I, I guess we just lost Jonathan again, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll call Jonathan today and make sure we get all in from. We'd love to do that for the kids. In fact, we had um, we had a, a, a kid at the Jacob. Derby, Jacob. Okay, and um, he he's got a lot of problems, health issues. But he's got a smile that is worth oh, a cool. fortune. And Ron was really cool setting him up with all our gear and stuff. And that, that was really cool. That's he, the best he, T-shirt we ever He gave told away. me he would wear that every Saturday. I love it. Yep. All right, everybody, hang on tight. When I hear this song, I think of my boy Blue and not Captain Blue. Oh. Okay, my boy Blue. Okay, we're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, we'll talk. Uh, it looks like Jonathan's coming back on. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, Angler Chronicles. Leave you with a little Kansas. Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. Do we have Jonathan back? Leilani, do we have uh, Jonathan back? Yes, we have Jonathan. Jonathan, I don't know why you keep dropping, so they're at the lake. Uh, If you want me to leave, Sergio, just say go, man. Oh, no, no, you got to take it up with Leilani. (laughs) Leilani's our policeman over there. She's our security, and uh, if she doesn't like you, off you go, right? She goes off with her head. Okay. I'll bring in more donuts. That's it. And you know why you got to bring donuts? Because, you know, this is the thing. And if you're going to the lake, make sure you brought donuts for the sheriff because today is National Donut Day. So you might have. Okay, so you got to go buy some donuts right there on Riverside. And there's a little shop that we stop with, Ron, every time we go there and buy some donuts for the sheriffs. It's very important. Okay, I'm, I I think I'm going to go buy a whole bunch of little six-packs, uh, Ron. Have them in my car. When I stop, I'll give cops one of them. They won't give me a ticket, right? Mm. No. no. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so uh, all good. Um, I know you're up there, and I just, I mean, I only have one question for you. What model car do you have? Who, who's the make? Ford, Chevy? Yeah, your personal you have a Ford, okay. No, because, I mean, you kept talking about the levee, and I was wondering if you are going to drive your Chevy, <laughs> and if the levee was dry or not, okay? 
Carson, you want to? The good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, I believe. Saying this will be the day that I die? Sir, this is going to be the day that I die. What's that? Go go ahead, Carson, finish it up correctly. I was going to say, this is going to be the day that I die, that you are quoting the great Don McLean. That's right. And you know what he's doing on the cover? Remember the cover of the album? He had I his th- don't remember. Oh, he's, well, he's got his thumb up with a little American flag on it. And that would be me now that I'm an American citizen. Oh, but I'm, you know what? <laughs> that's a, that, that is a good image. I like that. Okay, Ryan, we got to do that. I'm gonna get a little. We got to get a little. Um, uh, uh, a little flag. Yeah, no, but I mean, something I can put like a sticker on my on my finger, and we'll do that. Okay, okay. I'll do the whole Don McLean. You take the photo. That's good. That'd be. I'll be. That'd be awesome. All right, Jonathan, listen, uh, best of luck to uh, all the kids that are fishing there. Um, thanks for putting that up because, you know, we always say at Anger Chronicles, don't buy your kid an Xbox, buy him a tackle box. I know that doesn't set, sit well with all the kids, but, and actually some of the adults these days are playing more Xbox than anything, but um, you know what? It's important to get the kids involved. I was at Turner's yesterday, met a young kid with his grandfather he was going he was buying all the wrong stuff to fish newport bay okay and um you know i said yeah no so we got them all hooked up with all the right stuff and uh hopefully catch some spotties or something i go you know what put them on mackerel i mean something that's easy something that they'll have a lot of fun that pulls and and once they feel what we feel okay when we're we're hooked up they'll they'll get hooked okay so follow the fight. Tell Mia that he is excused today since he's there with you. Well, I appreciate that, and I totally appreciate you guys. Um, if people are interested about what's going on, because we have a very busy summer this summer, you can give us a call at 951-674-3124. My extension is two. And then uh, they can go to our website, www.lake.com hyphen org. there we go hey you know jonathan um uh when we come up there i'll well, you and i i'll take you to uh cj's which is whoa one of the best Great places food. to eat and uh, we'll sit and play the horses and we'll have some fun oh there you go and and i need to wear that my red hat I, I, oh yes by, by the way <laughs> steve carson that was pretty cool uh by the way Congratulations on your first tournament fish. You know, we give you a lot of, you know, trouble and heartache over it. You deserved it, though. But, um, <laughs> hey, that's you, not me. You that's finally him. finally listened to what I told you, and thank you. He told me to wear red. Well, this, this, this is the thing. I, I need a bigger hat. The, the, the one you gave me is, is a kid small, so you my huge cranium gets stuck. So give me a bigger hat. Okay. Um, I'll be really How many did you that. catch in the tournament? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> just want to let you know, Rhonda in her third year had two days of ten fish each. Anyway, um, just saying. Really wow. All the support. I'm here driving the the levee. I love this. The the tails are are, are popping up right now. And, Excellent. And, and we have about you know uh, probably a good quarter mile of 
a good area for the kids to fish. I'm really yeah. I, I'm hoping uh, you know, a lot of the guys from Team Fifty Seven said they were volunteers, so I'm hoping I put a couple of posts out and they were saying yeah they were going to try to be down there. I hope you got a lot of volunteers. So my best to all the kids and have a great day. And I've been corrected. National Donut Day was yesterday. So Steve Carson put June 2nd. Today's June 3rd. But if you're just getting up, you can almost say it was yesterday. Okay, depending where you were. Okay, so no, but thank you, Steve, for doing that. I appreciate it. But the funniest thing I've seen posted is our dear friend Ed. He put a – there's a – go to Friends of Anger Chronicles, and you'll see a Sea-Doo with me and Ron on it. That's hilarious. I, I mean, I, he, the, the problem is I was watching it as – I mean, I saw it as we're on the air, and I, I almost burst out in laughter. But Ed, fantastic. I love what he does with those. Sergio, it's, it's yours, yours and Ron's faces, but – the bodies are a little bit more fit, I think, than. Uh, hey, I'm than a, real I, life. I don't. I don't know the legs on that. No, no, no. My legs are much better than that. But check this out. I've lost 28 pounds, bro. So be careful. I'm. Wow. I'm, I'm getting really fit. I'm getting really fit. Losing a lot of weight. Getting everything under control. Fishing season is upon us. So got to get all the COVID pounds off and uh, get back in gear. Lifting some weights in my garage now. You know, all upper body because you got these fish are huge, and we'll talk about the saltwater fish here coming up. But you know, the chances of hitting a hundred, 150 pound fish are, are good. So, anyway, Jonathan, thank you so much. We'll give you a call when we get back, and we'll let you know what day we'll be out there. It'll be during the week. Maybe uh, take a um, a day where do some marketing with us on, on the lake. We'll let people know, and you guys are welcome. Come join, hang with us. Um, tell Tony to come out as well so he can bring his baits and we'll have a blast. Okay. Excellent. You guys have a fantastic day and thanks for all the support. Oh, we got you, bro. We'll talk to you later. All right. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, uh, Director of Community Service. No, I'll tell you, uh, Lake Elsinore is just a great place to be. And in fact, you know, Tony lives there now, so it's good. Yep. All right. So moving on, Freshwater is, is doing well. Okay. Ron. Really quick, okay, give me some uh, a report. Start up north and head down to San Diego. All right, I'll give you a Verge's Landing and Cisco's all at the same time. Um, <clears throat> Verge's Landing is 805-772-1222. Uh, Barracuda, Rockfish, that's the name of the game up there right now. Um, and then you get to Cisco's, a little more open up there. They got Barracuda, Halibut mm-hmm. are really running pretty good. White sea bass and Yellowtail. Oh, they got yellowtail at the island. Yeah, yellowtail. So, mm-hmm. and that's eight zero five three eight two one six one two. Book mm-hmm. our book your boats up there with our friends, and then we drop down to Long Beach, and our favorite boat, the El Dorado. Uh, been going to San Nick, and they actually went with us. Oh, they took us over to San Clemente Island. Yellowtail, white sea bass, and the rockfish. So right. So so yeah. all three islands. All three islands. So are producing uh, white sea bass. N- Nick, Catalina, and San Clemente have all yellowtail on all it. Yellowtail. Some of them have white sea bass right. and plenty of rockfish. Yeah, plenty of rockfish. If you uh, you know, and this is the time right now you stock your freezers up with the good tasting stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, then you come down to Dana Wharf and the Fury. Uh, they do overnight and they run over to uh, Ca- uh, San Clemente and they have been getting the yellowtail and uh, white sea bass as well. And then you have the Helena, 
calico bass. It mm -hmm. seems like the calico bass all They're of a sudden turn it on. Turning right. on. Mm -hmm. uh, they started with our trip a couple of weeks ago, and it has uh, kept going with that. Uh, you know, I forgot to give the Long Beach uh, sport fishing number, which is our favorite landing on the El Dorado. It's 562-432-8993. And they do prefer you to book online at longbeachsportfishing.com. Yeah, they so give you a discount, they too. They give you a discount. But let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you, add something to the uh, Dana Wharf. Right. Um, halibut. Yep. Okay, which opens a question. Before you get to San Diego, because the San Diego changes the, the species, uh, let me get with Steve on this. We're seeing from there all the way up through Morro Bay, um, Steve, a lot of halibut. And earlier in the season, a lot of these tournaments were going on, and they weren't catching any. All of a sudden, they're turning on. And some quality fish, along with some smaller fish, um, are they... Um, I mean, what are they doing? I mean, how are they catching them, or what's no, going no, no, on? No, 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 no. What's going on with the fish? Why are they biting now? Well, they're biting now because they feel like it, because they're fish. You know why fish <laughs> jump, Sergio? <laughs> because they can? Because they don't have a middle finger. Oh, I see. That's it. And we've seen a halibut That's jump. why fish jump. <laughs> but the halibut population, uh, it's a good news, bad news kind of a thing is booming and uh, our our good friends we haven't heard from them in a while uh, up in uh, in the, the San Francisco Bay Area have been having maybe the greatest halibut season in history um, well, well Steve I'll try what to find the pictures of them etc um, a number of years ago they actually changed the limit uh, at uh, at all the old hippies Ron all the old hippies will uh, know where Point Sur is, as in Big Sur. I've been there. That's the line. That's the legal line. South of that, that point, I don't know why they picked that point, but um, south of that point, the limit of an, on halibut, California halibut, is five. Mm -hmm. And with the exception of a few, pe few people that know the secret spots inside San Diego Bay and, and uh, Newport Bay, it's pretty hard to catch a limit of, of five halibut well, in Southern California. Well, Steve, what's what's the best way? What's your favorite way of catching halibut? I mean, my favorite way or the best way? The best way is absolutely. Uh, you could call it a reverse dropper loop if you want, but um, something with the sinker ahead of the hook and um, and a, a relatively long leader. Some. Because you want to make sure that the bait is basically making contact, sort of skipping contact with the bottom. If you use a reverse dropper loop with only like an 18-inch leader to the hook, uh, your bait's a little bit above the bottom, and, and a halibut that's got himself buried in the mud may not want to come up and get it. So you make that leader maybe four feet long on, on uh, average. So are you, and, are you bouncing it up and down? Uh, yeah. Well, you kind of have to, otherwise you're going to get snagged up. Right. But here's a big one. And I would, well, I, I would have, I did swear for years that you do not need fluorocarbon for halibut. It doesn't matter. Well, I was dead wrong when I said that. Mm -hmm. Even for halibut, fluorocarbon helps with more bites. It does. I yeah. wish it wasn't true, but it is. It's harder for them to bite it off. And well, there's that too, but you also get more bites. Yeah, and um, keep in mind one thing: um, a halibut bite is a lot different than when a bass bites you. Okay, uh, a halibut have a tendency to 
to chew on it and, and go up the bait. And if you set the hook too late, you'll have the fish. You'll get them from the inside, more closer to the gut than the lip. And then you run the chance of them biting you off. So fluorocarbon being more abrasive uh, resistant, okay, uh, helps out a lot. Well, listen, before we go any further, let me take this call because um, Leilani, go ahead and uh, cue him up because he's on a boat. The earthworm appears. Oh. Okay. Wow. Wow, what a hookup. <clears throat> yeah. T- talk to me, earthworm. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, we're over here uh, between islands right now in the Channel Islands. Uh, right now we just stopped on the drift uh, looking for sea bass and halibut. Nothing yet. Uh, but, again, we just got our lines in the water, and somehow I have service. So I figured I would poke my head out of the ground and say hi. All right. I just want to let you know that Ron did a fantastic job uh, giving the freshwater report. You'd think he'd been on the radio for a while. Um, he, did, he did really well. Uh, so, Earthworm, you're gonna have, when you come back next week, I mean, it's going to have to be big. Big, big, big. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, uh, all right. So, you know, we're talking about the halibut right now. Okay. That's what we're talking about. And you're, I'm sure you're, you're, you're looking for halibut being up there. Um, yeah, how are you set up right now for halibut? Uh, right now, right now I have a, a, a single dropper loop. Um, I'm going with like a three foot leader, um, up into the loop. The loop I have about a foot and a half, uh, with a four O ahi twist hook. Um, and then we're using a whole switch and then pretty much just kind of dragging the bottom. We're drifting and then uh, hopefully we run over these fish. Well, um, I mean, when, when we talk about dropper loop, are you using a regular dropper loop or a reverse dropper loop? A uh, regular dropper loop. I always go regular um, with that. I know there is a couple guys that are using the lead heads. It's a one and a half ounce lead head with a white fluke. It's like a five inch fluke. Mm-hmm. That's also showing a lot of fish up here. Um, they're getting a lot of sea bass and halibut on that setup as well. Okay, well, obviously you were calling in and you missed when Steve Carson said that the absolute best way, not the only way, but the best way is a reverse dropper loop. And Ron knows that when he goes fishing with me, I even do a reverse dropper loop for bass. I always change over to a a reverse dropper loop. And um, when you guys are saying, you know, skipping the bottom, one of the things that because these fish lay flat on the bottom, any type of banging that goes on uh, on the floor. So you take your weight and you make it, you know, hit the, the ground. It's sending a vibration, and that gets their attention. Carson, when I was up at Sitka, Alaska, I remember talking to one of those captains, and they told me that a, that a halibut has a sense of smell very very actually better than a, than a, um, a great white shark. And they can smell... Uh, somebody said up to two miles. I don't know about two miles. But anyway, because, you know, you fish up there. I know it's a different, it's a Pacific halibut versus a California halibut. But um, do you think the sense of smell is a big deal for these fish too? Uh, I don't, at least from what I've seen, and you're, you're actually correct. Uh, up in Sitka, it's amazing how, how far those, those Pacific halibut will travel to eat a bait. I don't see California halibut being quite that that discerning. I hear the music. Yeah, okay. So, Earthworm, stay with us as long as you can. I'm going to go to the break right. here. When we come back, uh, we'll finish it up. And uh, we're already in the saltwater, folks. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, with one of us on the ocean, the way it should be. So, no drilling holes, okay? 
<laughs> Especially let the water out. Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. These eyes watched you bring my world. Angels Radio, AM830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio. AM 830, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And Earthworm might ask you, you know, who this is, but you're going to butcher it. So I'll just let you know that this song is by Deep Purple, okay? Not Ario Oh, no, it's not Ario. It's Deep Purple, not pink the way you are. But, um, ooh. I, and the name of the song is Smoke on the Water. So don't drill holes and don't set the boat on fire, okay? We good? Perfect. All right, good, good. All right, so we were talking about halibut best way. I... I'm like like you guys. I, I prefer a reverse dropper loop. I use that almost for everything when I have to go to the bottom. I even fish rockfish that way. I know it's only one hook, but hey, I got an electric reel, so I don't care. Um, because I'm trying to get a lingcod, something that's lower to the bottom. Use fluorocarbon, okay? Uh, you'll get bit better and uh, bounce your weight. What you guys are hearing, that noise in the background, I'm sure is um, the wind. Andrew's wind. Yeah, are you at the rail? Yeah, yeah, I'm at the rail right now. Yeah, I know that's wrong. fine. So what you you guys are so you got a little bit of a wind going, right? Yeah, it, it's probably blowing around eight to ten knots. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, so we, we, we talked about halibut. So the other thing that's real still pretty uh, hot out there is the white sea bass. So what is your uh, Steve? What is your favorite way of catching uh, white sea bass? Well, a more traditional dropper loop that does hold the uh, the bait a little bit above the bottom. Um, keeps it away from, you know, the sculpin and the rockfish, and, and I hate to say it, it keeps it away a little bit from the halibut. 
gives the white sea bass a little bit better shot at it. If you want to get super tricky, uh, and you think, oh, the, the white sea bass might be uh, very finicky and not want to bite on that double line, although white sea bass are just really not that smart. And remember what Ronnie always used to say, look at your thumb, that's the, your thumbnail, that's the size of the brain of a 50-pound white sea bass. Exactly. They're not that smart. But if it makes you feel better, if it adds to your PFA, you can get super tricky and create a paternoster rig. And that's more complicated to say than it is to make. Basically, to make a paternoster is you try tie a regular dropper loop rig and you clip one end of the dropper loop. Oh, yeah. So you have a long, single piece of line and you tie your hook to that. And it does let the, the bait kind of kind of wave in the current a little bit more enticingly. Uh, but mainly it adds to your PFA. But that is called a paternoster. Yeah, the only thing I would add to that is the distance between your hook and your weight. Make it as long as you can, four or five feet. And the reason is, if you're using um, squid specifically, um, you're going to end up catching a bat ray. Okay, that eliminates the chance of catching bat ray if you want to concentrate on a white sea bass. But you know, white sea bass are not the smartest thing. One other thing about the halibut before we move on that, I actually prefer a sardine than, um, than a live squid for halibut, and that's just me, okay? But um, if you have a sardine, I would try a sardine for the halibut. So, uh, hey, Earthworm, what, uh, what what's your favorite way of sea bass, white sea bass? Uh, mine is definitely pretty much what Sergio said, the long leader. So, so for the sea bass, I'll have a five-foot leader. And then uh, what I do is something a little bit different. Instead of having the single line, what I do is when I make, when I initially tie everything up, I'll put the hook on first, and as I make the loop, I don't cinch the hook on. So initially it's on the loop freely. So any way that squid's going to go left or right, side by side, it seems like what Steve's saying, it swims a little bit better, um, you know, to do it that way. And then, you know, again, you want to keep it off the bottom because you definitely don't want to catch a mud marlin because you'd be there for a while. But. Yeah, and then you know what you can do, however, if you don't want to do it the way you do it, just get a, a, a ringed hook, okay? Just get a ring. I know the Aki twists are not ringed, but the ring hooks is the best. And, and, and you know what? You don't necessarily have to have a Aki. If you do have a Aki, guys, make sure you do the twist. For some reason, I get a bit better. I mean, it, it sets the hook a little bit better um, than the regular. But just go ringed hooks, okay? Especially if you got live bait, okay? Big deal. Big deal. All right. All right, Earthworm. Listen, I, I, I know you're there. I know you, you want to get going and fishing. So if you need to knock out, you knock out whenever you want. Thank you for calling in. We weren't expecting you. And uh, catch a bunch, get some pictures, send them over to me. Okay? I'll talk to you guys later. When do you come back? When do you come back? Uh, tonight. Oh, tonight. Okay, so you'll have time because we leave tomorrow evening. So, uh, okay, so all right, give me a call uh, to, later on today or actually tomorrow. Give me a call tomorrow during the day. Oh, no, no, you can't. We leave at 1 a.m. We sir. leave at 1 a.m. tonight. I, that's not tomorrow evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay, listen, have a good one, Earthworm. All right, sounds good. Talk to you guys later. Catch a bunch. All right. Uh, that, that's cool that he called us from, I think yeah. he was on the New Hustler. So, right. uh, yeah, so listen, so you're right. So, you know, uh, there are ways to catch fish 
uh, different ways. Uh, a lot of people for halibut love the sliding egg sinker or they'll do a Carolina rig. If you're going to do a Carolina, make sure you get some of those Teflon uh, keepers. Okay, those are the best ones. You find them in every tackle shop now. Turner's has them. Um, if you do halibut, the reverse dropper loop has always been a little bit better. Uh, like Steve says, use fluorocarbon. I always use fluorocarbon because I'm a tight leader. That's what I do. For white sea bass, I mean, you can try. We forgot the lead head and squid. I, I, that's what I do. I use a banana lead okay. head and a white one. Right. And the now, Sergio, mm. all you didn't ask me what my favorite way to catch white sea bass was. Well, I thought that'd be part of the, the best. Slow piss jig. That would be the doink. <laughs> the doink. Oh, the doink. Oh, the doink. With the, with the caddy foro light. Uh huh. All white with a little red S on the nose. Put a live squid and on you, it. No, 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 no. That's a different one again. Uh -huh. That would be a, 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 usually a caddy TLC heavy mm -hmm. with one to three light squid on it. Mm -hmm. But no, the doink is use your surface iron rod, your nine or your ten foot rod, just a plain jig. You cast it in the direction that the boat is drifting, and you just let it flutter down with uh, you know just a, a sweeps of the rod tip, and you get bit on the sink ninety eight percent of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the trick is white sea bass don't like it. Ask any any scuba diver will tell you if you want to go down and spear white sea bass. If you've got um, you know a regular scuba tank with the bubbles coming out, the white sea bass like they they are like heading for the hills. Um, they don't like the noise of the boat at all. So if you cast in the direction the boat is drifting, hopefully you're you're reaching uh, white sea bass that haven't been spooked by the boat yet. Yeah, in fact, I would recommendation if you um, if you take your own personal boat and you anchor up, turn the motor off. Don't put the uh, the music on. Just go silent. Okay, they they really get spooked really easy. Uh, they call them ghosts for a reason. Okay, they're not always where you want them to be. And when they come by, they come by in a flurry, and then they take off in a flurry. Okay, so you have a window of opportunity. But white sea bass, um, you get some of these bigger boats. I have noticed, I don't know so much anymore, but back in the day, all the wooden boats could get bitter that better would get bit better than the metal boats. And I think that's because they have generators on them and they vibrate. But um, you know, right now, like I said, halibut and white sea bass, uh, some barracuda, I imagine, with the iron. Uh, so there, there's just a lot of good fish, okay? So just um, just get ready. Have the right gear. And I, I would recommend minimum of 40 for the for the white sea bass because right now you don't know if it'll be a barely legal or it'll be a 62-pounder, okay? So they're there. All right, folks, we're going to take our, uh, our break here. When we come back, we're going to talk to the sheriff. After we talk to the sheriff, we're going to get into the last stop that Ron has to put us on. That's what's going on in San Diego. And we've got a lot to talk about about that. So when we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. And you know what? Sundown, you better take care because the sheriff is just around the corner. We'll be right back. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We're celebrating Christmas in June at the Big A on June the 9th and 10th. The first 25,000 fans on Friday, June the 9th will receive an ugly sweater t-shirt. And then the first 25,000 fans on Saturday the 10th will receive a pair of Christmas slippers courtesy of Valley Sports West. Stay after the game on Saturday night for a post-game fireworks show driven by your helpful SoCal Honda dealers. Visit angels.com slash promotions to secure your tickets to Christmas in June today. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30, KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And, and you know what? I, I, by, by this point, if you don't know what's happening when this song comes on, I don't know what to tell you. We've been on the air for nine years, for heaven's sakes. So uh, without further ado, the jig slinger himself, the man with the plan, um, the guy that will arrest you in two seconds, the guy that will take you out back, and he doesn't ask questions, Ron. He just aims and shoots. Without further ado, the sheriff, Mr. Danny the Jig Slinger Jackson. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Sergio and Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs. Good morning to all of you. I just wanted Steve to know that yesterday I did have my donuts. Okay, I did have my donuts mm-hmm. on Sheriff's Day. <laughs> and uh, speaking of speaking of white sea bass, you know, Mark Wish, I used to do a lot of work with him here in Huntington Beach. He always said at his seminars that white sea bass love Pink Floyd. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I know Mark always had that playing loudly when we were catching a lot of white sea bass so i don't know there's probably nothing to that i think it's um, like steve said okay he made that comment of ronnie's saying you want to say it again one, one more time steve look down at your thumb look at your thumbnail that's the size of the brain of a 50 pound white sea bass mm-hmm. <laughs> i use it all the yeah. time that's ron i use that all the time and it, it, it's true so there's no rhyme or reason i think that's why they call them ghosts right who knows where they are? <laughs> you know, you can go. Well, you know, I I love I love to eat white sea bass. Oh my gosh, they're one of my favorites. But uh, maybe maybe my favorite. But I I've got to tell you, I in my lifetime I've never targeted them targeted them very much. I have caught. Uh, we had a couple of good days with Corby one time, but uh, I I've caught very few of them. You know, they are a, a, one of these elusive fish. That, uh, but when they do show up and they start to bite, they do bite. They don't mess around. They bite anything. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a good deal. Anyway, just one quick thing. We'll get to uh, uh, our episode for tomorrow. Uh, I am speaking of Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, uh, Ron, you were talking about it yes, a little earlier. Tonight, my son in law uh, and two grandsons, Cito and Porter, are going to Santa Ana River Lakes. They're going to spend the night. They're going to do fishing, 
camping for some tomorrow. And uh, so, you know, I wish them well. I wish I could go with them, but, but I've got my uh, granddaughter's uh, graduation party tonight, so I'm not going to be able to do that. But anyway, so there's a lot of things going on. So I wish them well at Santa Ana River Lakes, and and uh, I'm sure they'll have to get the mag baits and, and uh, Cajun scent, and I know all that. I've told them all that, so hopefully they'll do well. I just wanted to wish you guys, Sergio, a great trip to L.A. Bay. Uh, can't wait to see the footage. You know, you had such a fabulous trip last year. I, I expect, especially since it's June, you know, you're going to have another good one, you know. so I think anyway, so. Anyway, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sure you will. So getting to, to television for tomorrow, you know, the bluefin are biting. You know, it, it's uh, here and there, but it, there's some good scores. It's more so here I than guess, there. They're biting. Except, you know oh, what the, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've been watching it on 976 Tuna. I, I keep up with it. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's good. It's good. Um, anyway, tomorrow we're going to run a Bluefin Odyssey aboard, of course, the Ocean Odyssey, H&M Landing, our favorite San Diego boat by far. And uh, so it, it's an excellent episode. Uh, uh, terrific wide-open fishing for quality Bluefin. And uh, so that's what we're going to run tomorrow. Now, at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, we're running about an hour. They're going to run us about an hour later than normal tomorrow, which is no big deal. You've got your DVR set. Well, it's going to pick it up anyway. Uh, Salmon Falls, you'll see at 9 o'clock. Then at 9.30 and again at 10, Valley Sports West, um, a Bluefin Odyssey. And then, of course, they will air five times this whole next week, Sergio. So Yeah, I think it's probably the... appropriately timed because the bluefin is going off. In fact, we were talking with uh, Steve Carson yesterday. Uh, the reason that we don't have any, that boats don't come with more fish, I think is they're not prepared, okay? And a lot of the the, the anglers go, um, you know, on the. I mean, because you're looking at, say, something like the Liberty out of H, out of uh, Fisherman's or out of Seaforth. You have the San Diego. I've been following those two boats pretty closely, and that's a five to five. And Steve, you know, even uh, you know the Freelancer was a little faster than most of the boats. I mean, we couldn't do more than fifty miles, fifty-five miles. You couldn't make it over to Clemente. So think of that range. Okay, about 50 miles at the most. And they're coming back with up to, the biggest I saw this week was a count of 11 fish. These are all over 100 pounds. So if they got 11 on the boat, think how many they busted off. And that's, that's, that, that's the thing. Uh, and Steve said some, some, it made sense yesterday. He goes, Sergio, if you're going to go five to five, you're not thinking about bringing your tuna gear. The problem is you got to think about bringing your tuna gear. All right, so Danny, it should be really good. I I appreciate you uh, putting double O for a couple of reasons. Uh, we leave with Ron to Bay of LA tonight at one o'clock in the morning or the morning. Uh, we'll be in Bay of LA until middle of next week, and then when we come back, I'm going to be jumping on the uh, Ocean Odyssey, okay, with Dave Marciano to do Tuna Wars, okay, and we raise. Oh yes, right, right, right. right. In fact, I yeah. just want to let everybody know that on Sunday, next Sunday. Um, is the reception dinner, and that's open to everyone. You can come to the reception dinner, and you can meet Dave Marciano and, and Bob Cook, and you know all the big stars from Wicked Tuna will be there. 
and you can come and join them and uh, and me. And I actually have to do the interview for for the captain, so I'll get up there. And we'll, we'll talk to the captains and uh, come and join us. It's a Dana Landing. I'll post some more information later today. Next Sunday, I believe it's between 4 and 7 or 8 or something like that. So come out. There's great food, uh, great auctions, raffles. It's a great place to get together. You're going to see some industry leaders there. I want a big shout out to the fishmonger. My my buddy Tommy Gomes, I love seeing that. It's come to the point that's only the, the only time I get to see him. So, uh, but great people are there. I'm sure Fishing Syndicate will be there again. They they get a booth, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. So next uh, Sunday the 11th, I believe it is. Okay, at Dana Landing, come out and hang out. And then the Ocean Odyssey. Well, yeah, go ahead. You're busy. You're. You, think? you are a busy man, Sergio. <laughs> it's yes, not. You, you and Ron. I, I know you are. Well, you know, it, it's all good. How can how could I not help out Friends Rollo with a beautiful thing oh, that they course. do? Of I course. mean, you Absolutely. actually you actually filmed the one hundred thousand kid. Uh, we That's on, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was just great stuff. I think we were on the Dolphin, right? Yeah. yeah. On the Dolphin, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Well, Jackson, I, thank I you. That. Okay. Thank you so much, my friend. And um, let me just add this: What's your favorite way to catch a halibut? Oh, you know what? I, I, you're asking me. You're asking the wrong person. I've caught a few. I've tried targeting them. I wish somebody would teach me how to catch the local halibut. I've caught more in Alaska than I have here in Southern California. Yeah, but Alaska's yeah, cheating. So, Alaska's cheating. I'll well, tell you, I know, it, it's cheating. It's not fair. There, it's not fair. Then what? What you need? So, what you need to do is go fishing with Sergio. Well, we can do that. Okay, because I'm, I'm how to catch a halibut. I would love that. Just think of this. Wherever there's a lot of bass, a little bit of structure, not a ton. Flat area around the structure, 40 to 50 feet. Try that. We, we, we've been getting one or two halibut every time we've been out with uh, William. So on, on uh, Freedom Boat Club, uh, the AC yeah. sled. So, well, we need to do Freedom Boat Club, you and me, Sergio. You we'll, got it, buddy. We'll plan on that soon. So, okay, you guys have a great okay. weekend. Lots of... Uh, Angler Chronicles Television this next week. So, Bluefin Odyssey. Hey, Danny. Okay. Hey, Danny. Yeah. Congratulations to your granddaughter. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to all the well, graduates out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you bet. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care, Danny. All right. All right. We'll see you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. A Bluefin Odyssey. I think that sets it up, Ron. To tell me what's going on out of San Diego. Tuna, 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 and a little bit of yellowtail. You know what? Uh, you, can't, you can't go wrong. Um, and, um, you know, we, we're, our favorite platform out there is the ocean odyssey. And I just want to make sure that, you know, their first trip goes off June 18th and it is sold out, but they, they're open for any, but any dates after that through June, Mm -hmm. they do have opening. So you call them at 619-889-4535 or go to ocean odyssey fishing.com. But, you know, getting back to the you know, it's, it's kind of spotty, and they are big. I mean, but they have been catching some smaller ones, so you just have to make sure you're prepared. And, you know, of all, we talk about all this all the time about being prepared. And and that's not only it, too. It's making sure you have right the right everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you need everything now, anything from, you know, what, 10-pound yellowtail all the way up to 200-pound tuna. And they're everywhere out there, you know, 
Get out there and get them. Get off the couch. Yeah, so uh, last week, Ben was on the Islander at the beginning of the week with some really hot sticks. And uh, Ben had mentioned that um, they went out, but they, they didn't find them. Okay? So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. But before we go anywhere, okay, I've got somebody. I've got to bring aboard none other than my dear friend. And I, 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 I this guy, it's almost like a mentor to me. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Lum. Okay, oh, with hey. uh, friends yes. of uh, yes, uh, friends of Rollo. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, everyone. I appreciate morning, you uh, Mike. talking up. Hey, Steve, how are you, buddy? Uh, I am doing you, great. Uh, morning, Mike. Yeah. Good morning, Ron. Hey, uh, Sergio, thank you for talking about the captain's reception already. That was a, a nice uh, reminder to everybody uh, to get down and and hang out with all of us. Uh, a week from uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be down there at Dana Landing, and, and the gates do open at 4 o'clock. There's no admission charge, no tickets. Just come down and join us. You'll have a ball. Well, here's the thing. Um, for, for, for the general public, this is a great place because a lot of people that you may not see throughout the year all come together, and I'm talking, well, like Tommy Gomes. Okay, unless you go to his his shop or look at him on TV, you're not going to see him. Uh, you got uh, if you want to meet Oliver with these great rods. Okay, if you want to meet, uh, and then you have all these booths for that bringing out food. There's local beer. I mean, there's so much stuff that you can do. Have a good time, and then if you want a picture with Dave Marciano or Bob Cook, you can go ahead and get your picture taken with them. They're there for you. It costs nothing. However. I'm going to ask everybody, put your hand at your heart, okay? And they do have $20 donations. You make a $20 donation, okay? Help out. Hey, Mike, don't go anywhere. Stay with me. I've got to take a short break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about this because we got to talk about Real a Week. That's a big giveaway. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. words of wisdom, let it be. Radio AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. 
Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And as we went to break, okay, by the way, who is this, Ron? Tell me real quick. Glorious are called. Name of the song? Don't Feel the Reaper. And you know what? Did you notice I came in right on time on the drumming? Yes, you did. That's right. But don't feel the Reaper. Just because you fell and broke your hip doesn't uh, mean the Reaper's going to come and get you. I'm not. You know what? I, 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 you, I you do owe me some things. <laughs> I, took, I owe you still. I, I did. I took full advantage of you on Tuesday. Yeah, you did. All right. Uh, Mike, um, let's get back to this because it's, it's a great cause. Uh, friends, uh, Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea program. Guys, I can't tell you enough how wonderful it is to see these kids. Um, many have never seen the ocean. They only live 20 miles away from the beach. Okay? And um, this is in honor of most of us knew Rollo. I didn't know him that well, but I knew of him. I had fished with him before out of San Diego. He was quite a guy. Okay? Um, but those who knew him understand he loved teaching kids. Right, Mike? That's absolutely right, and I'm sure at the time, if somebody would have told him that after he was gone, that uh, there would be 150,000 kids that would have benefited from, uh, in his honor from this program, he, he wouldn't have believed it. None of us believe it, and the, and the program continues on every year. It seems to get a little bit stronger, and with the help of all your listeners and, and, uh, and everybody that supports the Captain Rollo Kids at Sea program, we just keep putting more kids on the ocean for the first time, and uh, it just keeps growing, so we appreciate it. One of the, one of the fundraisers we do every year now is called Real a Week, and that's become very popular. And what we do is we sell 1,500 tickets. We're limited to that. They're $25 a piece. And uh, once your ticket is in the hopper, every week, uh, starting August 1st, every week we will draw on a winner. And uh, that goes on for 25 consecutive weeks. And so you're in all the drawings until you win. And um, so we, this is the time of the year when we kick that off, and, uh, and we're doing that now. And uh, so anybody that wants to buy Real Week tickets, now is the time to get them going while we still have them. Uh, I know we will sell out again this year. We're doing a special that we're kicking off today, an intro uh, to this. And uh, if you buy four tickets, uh, we're going to give you a fifth one at no charge. But you're also going to be entered into a side drawing that's only going to last for five days. It's going to start today, and it's going to end on Wednesday. And if you buy four tickets in that time period, um, next weekend, we're going to draw two winners, and those two winners are going to receive $500 uh, gift cards for Fisherman's Landing Tackle. Wow. So there will be two winners uh, out, of, out of whoever buys tickets over the next five days. And so that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. And a, a very generous offer uh, from Fisherman's Landing Tackle. We appreciate all the help we get from everyone. Okay, so so what I want our listeners to pay attention to these names, okay? Because you get a reel a week, 
It looks like it's uh, is it 13 weeks? No, no, it's more than 13 weeks. Well, 20, 25 weeks. 25 weeks. And these are the names, folks. Daiwa, Penn, Shimano, Okuma, Avid, and Accurate. But you know what? We all know that all these companies have less expensive reels. That's not the case here. I'm looking at your list. Accurate has the BV, the Valiant, two-speed, 500. Also the BV2, 600. Shimano has the Trex, okay, the 500. That's not an inexpensive reel. Penn has the 113. I mean, uh, Okuma has some of the Makairas there, okay? So, you know, oh, wait a minute. Accurate has the Dauntless DX2400. I have that reel. The Dauntless is nearly a $1,000 reel, folks. It is... A very impressive list. 25 weeks of giveaways. Um, you know, Ryan and I always um, buy a lot of tickets for this because ultimately the, the money goes to taking these kids out to, to, to fish. We teach them how to fish. I, I've been on, on a couple of your trips, and they were just absolutely a, a blast. Well, you want to say something? Well, you know, it, you guys, this is your chance to uh, feel good. I mean, and... It, God, I can't imagine living so close to the ocean and not getting out there and seeing it. Um, but yeah, inner city kids that yeah, don't have the means. Uh, okay. And you know, it's just uh, it, it, and the, the person that's handling this, Mr. Lum, um, you do a great job. And I just wanted to say, I haven't won yet, but I will always. Yeah, I haven't won this. either, but Absolutely. we've been showing for years. But let me, let me, let me just say this, and and watch me put him on the spot, Ron. So, I, uh, Mike, I talked to Steve Carson yesterday and told him that um, about the dinner, and he said he was going to be there. Hey, that's fantastic. Have you ever yeah, been, we, Steve? We don't, we don't always see him there. In fact, I don't remember seeing him there. Well, Steve's like the ghost. Yeah, you don't notice how he was gone quiet? Yeah. You there, Steve? Uh, I, I'm here, and yes, I'm going to be there. I told you I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to see you there. Um, he'll be at our table. And, folks, if you want to meet Steve Carson, if you never had a chance to meet Steve Carson, um, please, he's a very approachable guy. All right, and um, if you ask him a question, you got to be prepared for a long answer because he'll he'll even tell you what the temperature was and the water temperature the day he caught that fish twenty five years 1950, ago. Nineteen fifty, yeah. yeah. I, I'm frequently accused of TMI. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It goes a long way. All right, so Mike, uh, we got a couple of things then going. We got the reel a week. Okay, I've posted it already on Angler Chronicles. I'll share it some more today. Um, it'll be on um, on Friends of Angler Chronicles as well. You can go to Friends. Already there. Okay, good. Friends of Rollo all all together. Don't separate the the words. Friends of Rollo on Facebook will take you to the main page. Great raffle. And then next Sunday, okay, is the reception dinner, the captain's reception dinner. Come meet the guys from Wicked Tuna, and then all of us here locally. We'd love to see you. And uh, you have great auctions there. You have uh, more raffles there. Uh, great food, great atmosphere, and great people there. So uh, I want to thank you for leading one of those causes. I think everybody that attends the captain's reception loves it. It's just a fun event. Um, and it gets, seems to get better every, every year we do it. So appreciate the pe people coming out and doing that. And having Steve there is going to be wonderful. And then, then, on the Real Week, yeah, Sergio, on the Real Week, um, I want to remind everybody that due to California law, we are not allowed to sell these raffle tickets online. I know other people think you can, but we can't. Mm -hmm. And so the only way we can get tickets is if you call 
and I, I'd like to give out that number. Uh, it's 951-264-7382. That's 951-264-7382, and that's included in the uh, in the information that you'll post there on uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles. Uh, and if you prefer, you can uh, send an email to win at rollokids.org. Win at rollokids.org. And all we need on that email is your name and phone number because we're, we're not taking orders by email. You're just simply asking us to give you a call, and then we will return the call in the order that they come in, and we'll get your, get your order and get your tickets. Too. Hey, Mike, get, give that out again. Sure, it's 951-264-7382, that's the phone, and then the email is win at org, and just leave your name and phone number. And as of right now, guys, if you're on Facebook, uh, Angler Chronicles, I posted it yesterday. Steve has already updated on Friends of Angler Chronicles. All the information is there, and you'll get to see week by week what, what is available. And we, we start off with Penn, and like I said, Penn, Daiwa, Shimano, Kuma, Avid, Accurate, they're all there. And um, it's a great, I mean, a dollar per week is what it turns out to be, okay? So think about it. Buy multiple tickets. If you buy multiple tickets in the next three days, then you get an extra ticket, and you're going to get a chance to win a $500 uh, gift certificate for um, Fisherman's um, Landing. Fisherman's Landing Tackle, and we're giving away... Now, when you say Fisherman Landing Tackle, that, that's the one right yeah. there at Fisherman's Landing, right? Not, not... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just that the gift, card, the gift card is for Fishing Tackle, not for trips. All right, perfect. No no problem. But guys, it's a, it's a great opportunity. And, you know, with 500 bucks, you can pick up another reel, a rod, or a rod to go with one of your reels, you can win. So we love this event. And then also, remember this. Let me go back to the dinner. The day after that, if you want to come out and see us off, we have three boats, the Tomahawk, the Liberty, and the Ocean Odyssey. Okay, we're going to have one captain on each boat. It's going to be a, a, a team lead, okay? Uh, one of the Wicked Tuna... Guys will be a, a team leader. Um, Angler Chronicles is going to be on the Ocean Odyssey with Captain Marciano. We're going to film it. Okay. And it's a real simple um, bragging rights type of event. Top three way, type three fish, whatever the way is, you know, of those top three fish, the, the biggest weight wins. It's real simple. Um, top three tuna. Tuna. Top three tuna. Top three tuna. So, uh, and there's plenty of tuna out there. So hopefully we'll have a, a good, uh, good run. And if not, you know, do it for the kids. That's the key. Do well, it for I the kids. Like to, I always like to remind everybody that no matter what happens on all these raffles and these That's these right. contests and trips, the kids win. That's it. That's what we do. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, as far as kids, I mean, the Fishers of Men covers everyone. But what got me was the kids, and then you do the, the Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea, and then we also do the Olive Crest, uh, which is actually coming up. Uh, runs the Friday before Father's Day. Remember that one? Right. And uh, it's all about the kids, and, and and Ron and I, we're all about the kids. So whatever we can do, and I can see Ron already took the number. He asked you twice because he wanted to double check the number. He didn't think about just reading it off the Facebook, but it's okay. All right, we love you, <laughs> Mike Long. I'll see much. you next week. You take care, my take friend, care. and keep doing the good work. You guys have safe travels. We'll see you next week. All right. Mike Lum. Folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and we'll wrap it up. Two segments of tuna. We'll be right back.
are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. It's time to rock and roll, and it's not been a long time because these fish have decided to show up. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. The fish has shown up. Steve, you and I have been just going back and forth on these uh, fish. You get a lot of messages. I get a lot of messages on how to catch these fish, where to go fishing. And and like we, we started to say after Ron gave us a report uh, from San Diego, these fish are within 20 to 40 miles, okay? And it's just a matter of finding the pocket. And once you find the pocket, is getting them to bite. They won't bite all the time. And people, you got to understand this. Uh, you don't eat 24-7. You have moments that you're hungry and you eat. Other eat for t- yourself, Sergio. <laughs> but, you know, you, they, they, they do get full. And so it's just finding that, 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 that thing. At night, Steve... And I'm confirmed that they tend to be bigger fish. Uh, during the day, you'll get some smaller ones. It seemed that we get the most activity at night, right, Steve? Uh, on the bigger ones, yeah. Uh, in terms of exactly when you're going to run across a school of biting fish, you never know. Mm-hmm. And um, there's uh, in the evening, uh, the night, I mean, there's 
the best way to fish in my thing, I like throwing a knife jig, but um, you got to have heavy line. I can't stress that enough. My bass rod ain't going to do it, okay? you got to bring... But, Ron, Ron. Yep. We need a record. Get a recording of that. <laughs> we, we it's it it's recorded, loop. and if you want to hear it we again, it's... We need it in a loop. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's... Uh, right, you can go to anglerchronicles.com and listen to it all you want. Yeah. Sergio's uh, bass rod is not going to cut it. Oh, it'll be there during the day. I'll, I'll tackle some of those 40 <laughs> to 80 pounders. Okay, with the bat. I don't know how well it's going to do, but I would definitely try tackling the, those fish. But um, the key is these fish are there. You have to be prepared. Um, if you're wondering what kind of stuff, um, go to Friends of Angler Chronicles. I'm seeing uh, Steve Carson giving you exactly photos. And not only the type of jig. Guys, pay attention to uh, – he always puts a coin so you get a size – uh, um, idea of a size, okay, and then zoom in and look at the way they are rigged. If you don't know how to rig them, it's not the end of the world. Most tackle shops will rig them for you, okay. So if you don't know, that's fine. Uh, yeah, Sergio, that that's a good point. And God bless the lure companies; um, they make some pretty amazing stuff. But people around the world have to use these jigs, and most of the time. They're fishing for fish that is other people in other areas that are for maybe 5 to maybe 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. And in that case, the stock factory hooks are usually just fine. But we are so blessed um, to have the most, really the most amazing fishing in the history of California has been going on the last five years. And the stock hooks on any of these lures will not cut it. Uh, if you're good at doing it yourself, that's great. Um, our friends at Owner make some fantastic uh, hooks and rings. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you know, you have to pay a little bit of extra, but it's worth it. At your favorite local tackle shop, have them rig them up for you for bluefin. Because what, what, what somebody uses in, you know, in, in another country to catch a five-pound fish on the same lure is just not going to hold the bluefin. It won't happen. And spend a little bit of money and get it done right. And, and let's explain a couple of things. I mean, when you're using a 100-pound test with a 130-pound leader, okay? Um, 130 at night, at night 200-pound yeah, minimum. Or 130 200. is for daytime. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of stretch going on. And so you're putting a lot of pressure on that hook. And I've seen them straighten out. I've seen them break. Don't skimp on the hook because... <laughs> it's not a good idea. And I would highly recommend the circle hook. Owner calls them Mutus. Okay. And the reason, I mean, for me, anything under 100 pounds, I, I prefer a J hook. I love setting the hook. Uh, but anything over 100, I would highly recommend. Because if anything's going to go wrong or could go wrong, it will go wrong when you're on one of those fish. If, you're, if your drags aren't set correctly, if your line's not heavy enough, if you've got an, any problems with your line at all, any problems with your reel, if it hasn't been you know serviced and working well, all these things, if they can go wrong, will go wrong when you have a fish over 100 pounds and you're fighting them for, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour. There's a lot of pressure on your gear, not common. I mean, even yourself. Okay. Yeah, that, I was going to say there's a lot of pressure on yourself too. Um, 
You know, you don't necessarily have to be, a, you know, a steroid-ridden weightlifter, but you do need to be, you know, somewhat fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just make sure that you're, you know, you've you've got your. Um, uh, uh, you, you don't have to, you know, lift heavy weights, but just make sure you're doing a little bit of exercise. And a key one that uh, those of us that are among the more mature anglers, if you take my drift. Um, I like to make sure I've got a good, fairly new pair of deck boots with a good grip at, you know, and a nice wide sole. It makes me feel so much better when I'm out there at night with the wind blowing on a deck that's all wet. Um, it makes a difference. Don't wear, don't wear your old tennis shoes. Um, n- number one, your feet are going to get wet and cold. But number two, more importantly, you're not going to have, a, you know, a good, steady uh, foundation for yourself. God, I mean, that, there's where you and I differ. You know what I like the fishermen? Surf shoes. Okay, it's water. You know those water? I just, just slip on. They're, they're made out of neoprene. They're almost like a second sock, but they have a really good sole, something that grips really well. Because at that point, I don't care about getting wet. It, it's not that cold. Okay, the water is probably... Uh-oh. No. Reach over and pack him. <laughs> well, no, it's okay, because, you know, if he does have his... Feet problem and no, and no, no. But listen, I mean that's that, that's a great. But, you've seen me do it. Yeah, he does. He, you know, he it, doesn't have a problem. So, um, you know, I think fishing's a lot about too is what you're comfortable with. Well, um, let me ask a question right now. But, what are you wearing? What are you wearing right now, Steve? And I hope you don't say your PJs. No, no. Let's not go there. You, wearing, you don't want. You know, what am I wearing on my feet? I'm just wearing sandals. No, I'm no, no, no. Flip-flop. Right now, I'm in the studio <laughs> and I'm, I'm I've got my shorts on. So that that gives you an, cold doesn't get me. Thank God. Yeah, but let, let's bring it back to what we were talking about. So for these bigger fish, if anything can go wrong, will go wrong. So make sure you go. And, and the fascination, and you know, we say spotty or they didn't bite as well as yesterday. Here's I think there's more to the story. Having spoken to just one or two captains this week, I found out this: they post five fish. But they actually hooked like 20. They lost 15. Okay, because like Steve said, on a five to five trip during the day, people don't think about bringing a a big, huge tuna rod. And now the fish are right there. So you have to be prepared. All right. And um, uh, where are the small ones? Where are the big ones, Steve? Oh, sorry. Well, the tuna, they're moving a lot every day. Um, You know, if I. To give any particular spot, it's just going to be wrong the next day. Right. But I was going to—I was going to add—and Ron may have some more uh, detailed information. When the fish move up a little bit in the area of the Cortez Bank, and maybe they're only biting in the nighttime, and the boats have the ability to kind of slide over to the bank during the day, there's some very, very nice yellowtail being caught, right. um, both on the yo-yo jigs and also on the live sardines. So that—that's an added bonus. Uh, but not all the boats are catching them. Not all the boats have the opportunity because if, if you know, if they're not near the, the Cortez Bank, then they're not going to have that, that chance. No, so but, I, but the, what I was referring to. The are moving every day. You know, you could, be, you could be 80 miles away from where they bit yesterday. Yeah. No, know? I was referring to this. Um, I was referring to uh, the bigger fish seem to be deeper. Okay, so. Oh, oh yes. Correct. Okay, you want to talk about that? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, if you like bait fishing, and every, you know everybody's a little bit different, you want to make sure that you have a, a rig set up for fly lining. Right now, 
given the size of the fish, about 40-pound test is about right. And um, you mentioned it earlier, just in passing, Sergio, but the owner Mutu Circle Hook, not the Super Mutu, not the hybrid, not the Mutu Lite, the regular Mutu, um, has just become the standard live bait hook for all your San Diego bluefin fishing. Um, anyway, so you want to have about a 40-pound rig with about a number two Mutu circle hook for fly lining, and that, that'll cover the fish from anywhere from 20 pounds up to maybe 80 pounds that are biting near the surface. The bigger fish are mostly biting at night, but not always. Sometimes they're biting during the daytime on what they call a sinker rig. And now you've upped yourself from 40-pound test to 80, maybe even 100, and um, then you're using about a 3-0. Actually, I heard uh, the other day there the fish were biting well enough. They were biting a 4-0 owner, and then the the uh, the ringed mutu is the popular hook. And then uh, there's a couple different ways to rig the sinker rig. You can put it on with a rubber band. You can put it on with what they call a drop shot or a brawler rig. Anything from a four to a twelve-ounce sinker, just kind of based on the wind and the current and how okay. deep the fish are that particular hour. Okay, hold that, that hold that right there, Steve. Um, how how long of a leader should you put between the weight and the hook? If you're using the brawler rig, aka the top shot, the, the drop shot rig, uh, about three feet is about right, and it should okay. be fairly light, fifteen or twenty pound test mono. There's a very good chance you're going to lose your sinker in the fight. So what? You got the but you got the big tuna. Right. You don't care. Mm-hmm. If if you're using the rubber band rig with the with the with the uh, sinker above the hook uh, with a rubber band, I like about four feet. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of the variation. All right, and uh, if you scroll down enough, you'll find the uh, five rigs. Don't leave the dock without um, from. Uh, from Steve Carson for Bluefin, so that, that's very important. So, yeah, the, the key here, guys, is you got to be prepared. If you're not prepared, because everybody talks a big game, but then when it comes down to it, they're not prepared. In fact, I mean, I just, we're going to Bay of LA leaving tonight. You know, Bay of LA doesn't have tuna, but they have plenty of big yellows, and, and we're going to get some golf grouper and some red snapper. And, um, you know, one of the things that got my respect are those. Go, those uh, golf groupers and those red snapper really got my respect. You know what? I, I'm bringing the the big tuna rod. I'm bringing a double X heavy rod with hundred pound braid all the way to the top on a Boss three, a two speed thirty. Those are that's a big tuna reel. I'm taking the narrow instead of the wide, okay? Because it's only 200, 300 feet, and you're fishing a 130 pound leader for for a grouper that's probably maybe 40, 50 pounds. But the way they fight. You know, it reminded me, Steve, did you ever take one of those longer range trips and get into those big, huge black sea bass back in the day? Uh, yes. Yes. Way, way back in the day. But it's been a long time, and back then it was was even legal in California back then. Yeah, no, no, but I'm Uh, I'm talking down in Mexico. You go down in Mexican waters, I'm talking a seven, eight day trip. And you go down there, and then one night, all of a sudden, they decide to bite. And we'd be bringing up 200, 300 pound black sea bass. Well, these golf grouper feel like that. Now, the fight is only 20 to 30 feet. Once you get them away from that, you win. But the minute they bite, they go for some type of structure, a hole, a cave, something. And it, it's very, very difficult. So. 
Very important to be prepared, especially with these two. Now, okay, listen, before we go to break, I got to give a big, huge shout out to some of my favorite people. Gio, I love you, brother, and thank you for taking uh, Mason down to Lake Elsinore for the Kids Derby. Mason, Uncle Serge right here. And then, of course, how can I mention Mackenzie? Um, you know that her dad went to high school with me. And I, when I met these guys, I didn't know that until much later. So big, huge shout-out to Dave Reynolds. Okay. Folks, we're on uh, Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. I can't say anymore Cause I love you Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM Back everybody on Angels Radio, MA30 KLA, this is Angler Chronicles, and please don't drink the Kool-Aid. Be prepared for these fish. That's a okay? really good mamas and the papas music. Like oh yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But you know, you said you're gonna lose some lead, possibly. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh Steve, I do have a question real quick. Uh yes, sir. What about crimping? What about crimp well crimping is mainly a thing for leaders. Right. And when you're using, you know, typically a two hundred pound test. And if the fish keep getting bigger, I may I may bump up to 300-pound test leader. Yeah, you do have to crimp that. Okay, so um, you, you feel it's uh, important to uh, uh, invest in getting a crimper because there are different sizes. Well, let me ask yeah, you, yeah. do you, you, wanna, I, do you, you crimp? You don't need one for I, – I see people that crimp all the way down to, like, 50. And for, for me, at least, uh, I tie up to 100 all the time, Okay, 100-pound test mono or plural, and actually, just lately, part of it is just laziness and, and you know, trying to hurry a little bit much, but uh, I've be, even been tying my 130. So, let me, are you, um, are you crimping kind of it yourself? Right that. Carson, are you crimping yourself, or are you just getting it done at the tackle shop? Be honest. Uh, it, it depends. Usually, I get it done at the tackle shop because I'm always 
running late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 you know, the tackle shop, they do it all day right. long. Uh, I know how to crimp. I've done it before. But, I, I mean, there are times when crimping goes wrong. <laughs> the nice thing about a tackle shop, they're doing it day and night. They have the, the wherewithal to do it right. Okay, so, guys, tune up. Be prepared. Uh, Ron, at 1 o'clock in the morning, we're going to jump in your car. We're going to drive down to uh, San Diego and then load up a van. We've got 24 of our closest friends, <laughs> okay? Going if they're not, there. they're going to be. Yeah, with Orchid at Baja Fishing Convoys. We're heading to Bay of LA, film another episode. Um, I can't tell you how excited. This is a, I'm really excited. I think it's the first trip I've gotten excited over. Uh, we have some great people going. You know, Ben Seacrest will be there. We're going to have Joe Marciano, Dave's son. You've probably seen him on Wicked Tuna. Then Jay. Jay is the nephew. nephew. He's on. Uh, he's a first mate there with um, with Dave Marciano. Um, so they're going to bring all that big tuna knowledge down to see. And we we'll want to see him buckle on one of these golf groupers. It's going to be fun. Um, and we're going to have again. We're going to have a lot of people uh, down there. It's going to be me. Got Paul. We got Derek from Simply Fish. Mike. We have Mike Howell. We've got God help me out. I don't I don't want to William. We got William Johnson and from Lake Elsinore. The, and Hooper. Don't forget Hooper. Hooper. Uh, we got uh, Jack. Jack McCulloch from Fishers of Men will be there. It, it'll be a who's who. And um, we, we sold out in about a week <laughs> and she had a double up on the trip. So we're we go to Daggett's down in the hotel. I think the whole hotel is ours. Brown's Airfield, correct? Uh, yeah, that's where we leave our cars, and then we right. head down there. But uh, And even for this trip, I mean, talk about um, how exact you have to be. On a party boat, you, if you brought 10 rods, I mean, they'll frown on you, but they let you. Here, you're only allowed four rods, four reels, okay? And you've got to make the determination, what do you take? And... That's when you realize, okay, what are you fishing for? So I'll, I'll give you the, the secrets here. You're going to catch Cabrilla, which is a leopard grouper. You're going to catch Yellowtail, White Sea Bass, Gulf Grouper, and Red Snapper. There may be a few other grouper in there. You may end up catching a Black Sea Bass, but we're targeting these other species, okay? So people get all confused. Don't get confused. It's really simple. A leopard grouper... You're gonna. I would. The way we fish them with with Ben is just like you would calico bass at Cedros. Okay, um, you can throw plastics at them, but Steve, uh, leopard grouper have pretty sharp teeth, don't they? <laughs> they have very sharp teeth. Don't try lipping them. Right, and and not only don't try lipping them. Okay, um, and and then the other thing, if you use any type of a plastic, they're gonna shred them. So what do I like? Oh, yeah. I like those. Yozuri's, uh, SP Minnows, uh, Shimano now has a line of these jerk baits. It's the ones with a little plastic lip in the front, just two hooks. Okay, I know that Lucky Crafts likes to put the three hooks. When you try those Lucky Crafts, you're going to lose them because they're not meant for these fish. They're meant for, you know, catching halibut off the surf. It's a totally different thing. Highly recommend when you get this, go get some split rings from owner, change the hooks to the uh, ST66. They come in extra uh, 2X, 3X, 4X, and strength. The key here, whatever size are on there, match the size. Um, it does make a difference, okay? And uh, make sure you know exactly how the hook lays against the bite. So take that middle uh, treble hook. 
push it towards the body and make sure it sits between two of the trebles, not where we got one treble right there in the middle. That'll change the the, the way it. it um, I know I'm getting into the weeds here, but if you want uh, the better shot at it, uh, make sure you get that done. So we do SP minnows. Okay, you're gonna throw some surface iron. You could do some yo-yo. Maybe I would say a salad 6x. Um, and then the rest is going to be dropper loop. Okay, you're going to need some very heavy weight, 16 to 20. And we're only going 270 feet. The problem is they got some gnarly currents. Okay, uh, the currents are extremely strong over there. And that's why I think the fish are so strong. They're always going against the current. They're all constantly moving. Your yellowtail, surface iron. You could try fly lining a bait, but why? Okay, so um, when you reduce to only a certain number of rods, you have to think intelligently, practically. So, like in my case, a bass rod, okay, with I put that pen fathom, that low profile, Steve, okay, uh, I love that. With uh, I think I put 40 pound braid, I'll be using 40 pound, that's for throwing those jerk baits, and then I've got two M's. Two medium rods, and that's 20 to 50. Why? Because I'm going to fish 40. One's a jig stick, so that's going to have the surface iron. The other one's going to have a heavier iron. It could be there if you want to use a jig, even you could, okay? Like a Williamson, or if you want to use a, a heavier one, okay? Or a cold sniper type, that kind of thing. And then my fourth rod is a 2X with a big tuna, my tuna outfit, okay? Because um, again, you got to win those the, those twenty feet. If not, you just you 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 might as well say goodbye. Because you know what? It's it's very difficult to break a hundred and thirty pound leader, wouldn't you say, there, Steve? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. So what happens is we end up having to put it on the cleat and back the boat out to get you out. There there's there is there is no other way. And so. Um, so, so make sure that uh, you get to the bottom and you put about three or four cranks and then wait. Okay, you don't want to be dead on the bottom, okay, because uh, you will get stuck. Very, very sticky places. So anyway, that's it. So if you're going to go out either local or if you do any trips, think smart, okay? Think what you really need versus what you'd like to take. Okay, I've heard throughout the last few weeks from people that are going on this trip, oh, I want to try this, oh, I want to try that. Well, go ahead, but understand that whatever weird thing you're trying, if it's a rod and a reel, it's taking up one of your four. And, I mean, I, the reason I'm taking two M's, which is two 20 to 50 rods, is to have one to spare. Because a 20 to 50, I can go ahead and, and throw jerk baits with, okay, and I can catch yellowtail with. So... I have like a spare. I'm not going to take, you know, a light, a head. Yeah, yeah, I know. The, the, the 2X has only one purpose. That's for catching those grouper and snapper. Everything else is surface-type fish. Yellowtail, um, white sea bass, um, and the cabrilla. Okay? So there. I've given my Bay of LA talk. It is a fantastic location, a beautiful place to visit. Very rustic. Okay? But very good accommodations at the same time. So... Um, I don't know, Steve. You ever been there? Uh, not in a long time. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously things have changed. This is Ron's first trip. I can't wait to have him uh, catch some of these big fish and experience what we experienced last year. It's really um, an awesome, awesome trip. So, 
Um, okay, but listen, I got about three minutes, so let's do this. Let me go around the table here and say parting thoughts, pearls of wisdom, tips. You got one minute each. Don't make it long. So, Ron, um, for local fishing, give them some tips. Get your gear service, fresh line, and pray. Oh, he just became religious. Okay. Oh, uh, no. I were, just, you at, were you, you at a Dodger to, game recently? Yeah. Okay. You have to, um, <laughs> you just have to be prepared, folks, and you need, you know, you need something for everything. That's right. All right. And Carson? Uh, well, Ron hit the most important thing in all of fishing. Fresh line, fresh line, fresh line. I could say that for a minute straight. Um, but uh, also understand, at least in saltwater fishing, the greatest fishing in the history of the state is going on right now. Yeah, if you go out on any, just about any of the boats in San Diego, you have the chance of catching the biggest fish of your life. You spent your whole life fishing, wishing, hoping for this. Why would you go out with gear that chances are is going to lose a fish? I Be agree. prepared. I agree. And um, these are the good old days. Okay, so we're making the good old days. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people, oh, I wish we had albacore. Well, if you want 20-pound fish, yeah, but when you have... I mean, these huge fish here. And I would say, you want albacore, go buy it in the store. But if you want to catch some, if you want to be a fisherman, this is a time to be out there. But please, 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 we want you to catch these fish, okay? Not leave a hook in them, okay? Because that happens a lot, okay? So what does that mean? Be prepared, okay? Take, 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 be like me. I always take the bass rod with me and have some fun. But when you know that you're going to get into the bigger fish, you have to be prepared. You, you'll be outgunned, and it's no, uh, you know. Larry used to say they're a lot more fun to to catch and to lose. All right, this little pearl of wisdom there. Be prepared. Um, uh, and right now, you might as well take the kitchen sink. All right, for the local trips, I highly recommend you look into the list that um, Steve puts out. It's on uh, Ang um, Friends of Angler Chronicles. You'll see the five rods that you need. Those are great setups. You don't need exactly that. Look at the class of line that he's using, and those are perfectly matched real to line to rod. Okay, when a rod says 20 to 50, it doesn't mean 15, and it doesn't mean 80. Okay, if you use 80, you could actually break your rod. The point is 20 to 50, it's in the middle. That's a great 40-pound stick, great 40-pound stick. So uh, can you push it? Of course you can, but I wouldn't, okay? If you want the, if you want your, the tools of the trade to do you good, let them do what they do. Okay, well, listen, we're pretty much at the end of the show, and it's time to go. So, Ron, you, be, you and I will be packing up. Steve, you have a great week. I'd love to see everybody next Sunday at the reception dinner. Please buy some tickets, okay, for real a week. It's a great cause. Breakfast right. is at Local Nods. Okay, breakfast in Huntington Beach. Guys, talk to you later. Have a great week. Angler Chronicles, we are out. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles. <laughs>